Hello, fellow Americans. I'm Alan Johnson, representing Freedom Gold USA. Today, I want to talk to you about something that's been on the minds of many conservative Americans, inflation and the looming threat of central bank digital currencies. Inflation is eroding your purchasing power. And if you don't take action, it's your savings, your retirement, and your children's future that will pay the price. But here's the kicker. The government is pushing forward with central bank digital currencies, giving them unprecedented control over your money. They can track every cent that you spend and potentially limit your financial freedom. At Freedom Gold USA, we believe in preserving your financial independence. So don't wait any longer. Protect your wealth with physical gold. Visit our website at freedomgoldusa.com or call us today at 1-888-411-1845. And together, we'll safeguard the American dream. I'm Clyde Lewis, and you're about to listen to a sample of today's Ground Zero show. If you'd like to hear the podcast in its entirety, sign up at aftermath.media. I'm Clyde Lewis, and this is Ground Zero. This is Ground Zero, the first show of the new year, 2024. Glad to have you with us. Hope you had a fine new year. We are back, and we're hoping that... uh, You've recovered. I think we all have recovered. We've had some sort of recovery we're dealing with. And I'm excited tonight to uh, kick off the show for 2024. I wanted to also let you know that tonight, I would highly encourage you to tune into The Secret Teachings on GroundZero.radio with Ryan Gable tonight at 10 o'clock. And uh, you'll find out as we you know go through the show tonight, we progress. Uh, because I think it's it, it's very important, uh, the show that we're going to present tonight, my part will be like a prequel opening act. And and then real the real meat, I think, is going to be given to you by none other than Ryan Gable of The Secret Teachings. And so to kick things off, I just want to let you know that um, ever since I was a young boy, I've been a fan of Godzilla, the, the monster from Japan. Japanese dragon. It's a it's a dragon breathes nuclear fire. He's played both the bad guy, the good guy in many Japanese and now American films. He's been at this now for 75 years. The longest running, I think, character for any movie that everybody looks forward to a new Godzilla movie. It's amazing how this Japanese dragon stands as a metaphor for the nuclear disaster that Japan endured at the end of World War II. And there seems to be a lot of reminders in films lately about war and nuclear power it seems to be endemic from oppenheimer to godzilla minus one it's a new movie that's out called godzilla minus one it's supposed to be an art film it's in japanese and apparently godzilla is a metaphor for country guilt and shame and anger and dragons or nuclear dragons like godzilla touch us in an unconscious way and i think the lore of this monster this is godzilla has been fortified by a loose mythological backstory awakened out of a sleep because of nuclear testing this creature this prehistoric dinosaur like terror and he's like a tyrannosaurus rex meets a stegosaurus he's a mutant dinosaur of all things a mutant dragon Disturbed by nuclear testing, awaken and unleashes havoc on nearby cities 
as a quasi-punishment for a myriad of reasons. Historically, Godzilla has been described as an allegory for the threat of U.S. militarism and impending nuclear warfare in a tense post-war political environment with recent additions using Godzilla to comment on mistrust of government, especially with the blatant mishandling of nuclear disasters. There are something called the politics of Godzilla. And there was actually a book that was written. I actually featured a guest that wrote about the politics, pacifism, and lessons that we learned from a dragon, a, a Japanese dragon. And Godzilla is a powerful metaphor for this national guilt, this anxiety, division leading to small disasters. These small disasters, they lead to bigger disasters, and that all these feelings of anger and shame can fortify the dragon more so than any nuclear reactor. The dragon metaphor is a powerful figure, and that's the whole point, right? Because when you fortify an egregore, such as Godzilla has been, you fortify this egregore, and everybody knows who it is, what it represents. You're either cheering him on, or you're either afraid of him. He's either the hero or the anti-hero in a war-torn world, teaching us a lesson about how we can wake sleeping giants, and when we do, we have to pay the consequences for waking those sleeping giants. The dragon metaphor will be evident in the year of 2024 because it is the year of the dragon in the Chinese zodiac. But the dragons and their power are not going to be limited to a movie lizard, a thunder lizard, or, or, or even a zodiac symbol, if you want to get, you know. I mean, the Bible. When you look at the Bible, it can be said that the Bible begins and ends with the story of a serpent. In the book of Genesis, a serpent, more subtle than any beast of the field, tempted the woman in paradise. In the book of Revelation, however, a dragon, another serpent, stood before a woman to devour her child. You see how that moves through the, the extremes, the, the, the transit of extremes from the serpent being subtle and tempting the woman to the serpent becoming a dragon rising up and devouring a woman's child. And then there's also storylines of the multi-headed dragon with ferocious, this, this dragon has ferocious appetite. It's tall, it's powerful enough to dislodge the stars in the sky. Obviously, a dragon that could shake heaven and earth. And some even say that the stars that are mentioned are metaphors. Yet, when we're dislodging stars, when a dragon rises up in the future, when the dragon rises up fulfilling prophecy, what it's doing is it's not displacing stars, although we can take it literally. I don't know if you do or you don't. But it's not just dislodging stars. It's dislodging souls. And as those souls are being dislodged, as souls are being lost, as people no longer attend church, as people no longer want to get together, as people no longer want to keep up with the social cohesion of our country even, we see these dislodged souls from the earth and then we see more dislodged when there are major catastrophes that not only displace thousands but can later darken the sun as the year progresses. Think of April of 2024. 
there'll be another solar eclipse. There'll be other indications of signs in the heavens as Regulus. In the constellation Leo will represent either the rise of a new king or the fall of a king. We don't know which king it is. We already have King Charles III. Or is there another king waiting in the wings around the time of the apocalypse where the sun darkens and the soul darkens as well? Because the metaphor of the dragon is hard and fast in the year 2024. With movies like Godzilla, with the bombs in Oppenheimer, with the nuclear lessons we are learning, and the thought of civil war looming over our heads, this is the year 2024, and we will examine what may or may not be happening, more so than not what will be happening on Ground Zero. 503-225-0860. It's 503-225-0860. I'm Clyde Lewis. You're listening to Ground Zero, and we'll be back. You just listened to a segment of Ground Zero. If you'd like to hear previous shows along with having access to our online library and social media platform, sign up now at Aftermath.media. It's only $10 a month, and there's also yearly specials to fit your budget. Again, go to Aftermath.media. I'm Clyde Lewis, and thank you for supporting Ground Zero.